Welcome to the Elevate Your Life podcast with Evelyn Kelly. I'm your host, Evie, life and confidence coach, and I'm here to support you to create unstoppable self-belief and confidence, own your self-worth, and to elevate all areas of your life. Join me for soulful yet straight-talking chats with epic humans, juicy DNMs with me, and loads of inspiration so that you can be the best vision of yourself and live a life you truly love and deserve. Are you with me? Here we go. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. Oh, it's just so good to be here. I just love recording these podcast episodes. I have a whole list of ideas to come, but if you have any ideas, suggestions, topics you'd love me to talk about, absolutely send me a DM on Instagram. Evelyn Roberta Kelly is me and I'll absolutely add that to the list. So welcome back to a juicy DNM with Evie. It feels so good to be here again and I just wanted to also extend my biggest gratitude and appreciation to all of you for being here, for subscribing and reviewing and sharing this podcast. It has honestly just meant the world to me. The podcast is only two weeks old this week and gosh, it has just had the most beautiful welcoming into the world and that's a big thanks to you guys. So thank you, thank you, thank you. I love delivering this podcast to you, so I am just so thrilled to hear all of your positive feedback. So today's topic is how do I find my purpose or how do I find my passion? I've been asked this a couple of times and it's a big topic and it's really interesting and one to definitely dive into. So yeah, let's go. Firstly, I just want to preface this by saying I truly believe that our purpose, our mission here on earth in this lifetime is to be your most authentic self and to share that with the world. That's what I believe your purpose is. And so that's going to be unique to everyone, right? It's going to be totally different for everyone because we're not the same human, right? We're all so different and so unique. So I just want you to keep that in mind when we're talking about this topic. I'll talk about it as in passion and purpose, which could also look like what is my career or my job or my work look like for the world or what am I, how am I being of service, for example. But it, but I think at its core, it's about truly being your most authentic self and sharing that with the world. So just keep that in mind and any kind of work around owning your authenticity, uncovering more of who you truly are, you know, peeling back the layers of conditioning that we often tend to gain as we grow up and really coming home to yourself and embracing your authentic magic, your secret sauce, your unique gifts and talents. That is going to be massively supportive and helpful for you uncovering what your passion and purpose is. Because essentially, like I said earlier, that is that is your passion and purpose. It's you, right? And then it's just about finding the way that you personally share your unique talents and gifts with the world. And then that could even look separate to other people as well. That could look different again. So big, big juicy topic today. This is really exciting. So 
I just jotted down a couple of bullet points of what I would share with you today, and then I'm just going to riff on it. So I first wrote down, get out of your head and into your heart. (laughs) And I love this statement so much. Um, And, you know, so much of my coaching work is centered around this idea of spending less time in your head, in your thoughts, overanalyzing everything, overthinking things, listening to your nasty inner critic, all of that kind of stuff, because that's really just going to hold you in a place of fear and it's going to keep you really small. And so when we're talking about passion and purpose, I want you to try and keep a really, I'm going to say open mind, but open heart really, and try and detach from some of those thoughts and the overthinking, overanalyzing stuff. Because like I said, yeah, it's really not going to be uh, helpful in this in case, you know, because essentially... I don't know about for you, but essentially when I talk about passion and purpose and if this is still something that you're working through and want to uncover more, then it might feel a bit scary to talk about this stuff and it might bring up some fears for you. It might set off your inner critic and say, no, 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 no. Who do you think you are? You can't do that. Or are you crazy? That's not a real job. Or who's to say that you're going to do X, Y, and Z, right? That could be your inner critic, for example. I know it certainly was for me when I was doing this inner work for myself. Uh, And so what I want you to do is just recognize that inner critic, recognize that some of those thoughts and fears are not necessarily going to serve you. And if you can try and come back to your heart, come back to your body, drop out of your head and really tune into your body and your inner knowing, your intuition, that's going to be the thing that's going to serve you the most when we talk about this topic. Okay, so get out of your head, drop into your heart space. That could be a podcast episode in and of itself, which perhaps I should add to my list. Uh, But you know, there's loads of different tools and practices and rituals that you can do to foster your connection with your true self to foster that connection with your intuition and your inner knowing. And so doing all of those wonderful things is going to be really helpful for this process too. Secondly, throw away the rule book. And what I mean by that is essentially when we follow the rules, when we have a rule book, right? It's essentially saying that we're still stuck in our heads because we're thinking more logically and we're thinking more like right and wrong and yes and no and black and white thinking. And there really is no rule book to life. I mean, like actually, (laughs) has anyone got one? Like seriously, there is no rules and it's just around living your life on your terms that feels best and in alignment with you. I mean, I think that's probably the only rule if there was one is to tune into yourself and use your inner knowing, your intuition as your guiding light, as your compass. So throw out the rule book because there's no such thing as that and rules and are really just going to restrict you here and ultimately we want to come at this topic from a place of expansion of openness of exploration of excitement of joy of feeling as opposed to thinking so throughout the rule book it's just going to keep you stuck in your head thirdly and i've kind of already mentioned this but deeply listen to your intuition and your inner knowing That is going to give you all of your answers, 
It's going to give you all of the information that you need. Maybe not as much as your brain and your uh, mind, your inner critic wants to know. Like it might not be an exact um, how-to, an exact pathway for you because, hey, we never know that in advance, right? But your inner knowing and your intuition is going to tell you so much valuable information. So when I talk about intuition, I mean that gut feeling. I mean that quiet, beautiful, loving, reassuring voice within you. I mean, you know, the thing that just makes you feel really good and so reassured. That's your inner knowing, that's your intuition. So you can absolutely trust in that and learn to foster that, like I said. So some tools, for example, could be meditation, journaling, time in nature, quiet time, turning off and really tuning into your body. Those are just a couple of ways and I'll expand on that in another podcast episode, I think. But really coming back home to your intuition and spending time in that place, learning to foster that inner connection, to listen to her, strengthen her and then act on her wisdom. Like that's magic, right? Alrighty, so let's come on to our next uh, point, which is all around authenticity. So it's all around really uncovering, understanding, and embracing what your authentic magic is. So I'm going to share a few points here, and this this could even be a journal exercise that you like to do at home in your own time, uh, or come back to this episode, save it, and then um, yeah, come back to these questions and journal when you've got some time. So what makes you, you? What are some of the things that you love? What do you love doing? What makes you excited? What makes you feel expansive and light and joyous? What are some of those things for you? What did you always want to do when you were younger? Or what did you always love doing when you were younger? Sometimes our childhood can give us really big clues for our true nature because so often it's, uh, you know, as we grow up and um, come into our adult years, that's when we've had all of the conditioning uh, and and things like that that's uh, sort of pigeonholed you or uh, potentially, depending on your upbringing, of course, but potentially uh, blocked off some of those inner things that just came to you really naturally and that you just did when you were younger just because. Like, can you imagine when you were younger where you like you didn't care about what other people thought, there was no cares in the world, you were young, you played, you were free, you did what you want, you dressed the way you want, you know, all of those things. And before society and uh, kind of growing up hits us and we tend to uh, shrink a little bit. So come back to that. I think your childhood will have wonderful clues. Go back into photo albums if you want or talk to your parents or your family members if that's helpful for you. But I reckon just even sitting down, closing your eyes and remembering some really fond childhood memories and how was it then? What were you like? What did you do? What did you love? How did you dress? What was life like then? So perhaps go back and review some of those things. The other thing I would encourage you to do is really understand what makes you tick and what you are innately good at. So what are your unique talents and gifts that are that are only yours, right? I mean, of course, we can all have similarities here, but what were some of the things that 
are so unique to you that if someone was to ask me like, oh, so what's Evie really good at? They would say X, Y, Z. What is that for you? What are some of your skills, your talents, your gifts? What are you really good at? What what did you excel at at school? What did you love when you were younger? What do you naturally do really well now that it just feels effortless sometimes? So obviously for me, talking is one of those things. Coaching is one of those things for me. Holding space, talking about the big stuff. Like, so those are just a couple of things that are coming to me off the top of my head for me personally. But what are those for you? What are those things for you? I think I've mentioned this in another podcast episode, but I'll say it again here, is I did this test called the Strengths Finders Test by uh, Clifton, I believe. If you just Google that, I'm sure it will come up. It's really well known. I believe it was originated uh, in the corporate world and talking about how we could understand everyone's skills and uh, talents and how you could work more effectively as a team. But I love it as a self-awareness tool. So I personally did it mm, maybe four years ago, a long time ago, a while back when I was sort of uncovering a bit of this stuff. And um, it was just, I mean, it was stuff that I knew, but having a test and a report that showed me and gave me more details about what I'm actually good at was so, so powerful. This is absolutely not a have to do, but it could be something that if it sparked in you, go have a look at it and check it out. Uh, But essentially, it's uncovering what you're really good at. So it'll uncover your top five strengths. Um, Fun fact, if you want to know mine, they are, first one is a learner. Love, love, love learning. You give me anything to learn, I'm, I'm your girl. I'm a questions person. I love information and knowledge. Love learning. Could be about anything. Uh, second is an achiever. Mm-hmm. Hello, high achiever. <laughs> Number three, communication. Of course. Uh, and then number four and five were a little bit different, but um, they were responsibility and belief. And when I kind of understood this a bit more and did some more research around it, it kind of made total sense because essentially it's, I, well, I mean, we all know what responsibility is, right? But essentially it means that people deeply trust in me and they trust in me really easily and really quickly because I show up. I'm always the same. I'm responsible. I'm reliable. They can trust in me. And also the belief goes hand in hand with this is that I have really set views and beliefs about myself and the world. And I would also kind of translate to this to morals or values, for example. Um, And so I guess that really supports me in my coaching, right? And so, yeah, that's a little bit about me. Um, and look, I'm absolutely a fan of this test, but I by no means an expert on this topic. So go have a Google if you're keen. The other way you can do this though, and this is, uh, can be a fun way to do it is to ask a few people in your life. So it could be some family members, but I'd also encourage you to maybe ask, uh, ask a colleague or a really good friend of yours or an extended family member or, um, yeah, someone at work or something like that. So you get a range of different people and ask them when you think of me, what do you think of? Or if you were to sum up a couple of my top strengths or gifts or talents, what would they be? 
What do you think that I'm really good at? And so I would, obviously it it only really works if they're deeply honest with you, right? Uh, And so I would encourage them to do it that way. Or you could even send it as an email or a message or something so that you are not there with them. But I would absolutely ask them to be as honest as they can in telling you this. Because sometimes it's really interesting that sometimes we don't perceive our talents and skills and gifts as as that sometimes we're like oh but that's just this is me or no I'm not that good at it and we tend to brush it under the carpet or uh, belittle ourselves a little bit with that but actually sometimes when you hear it from someone else it can be really powerful so that could be a fun exercise or activity that you go explore and have fun with so what are your what are your unique gifts talents what are you innately really good at what are some of the things that just come effortless to you what are the things that yeah just uh, just natural for you what are those things and make sure your inner critic doesn't sabotage you here <laughs> so get yourself in a really good centered calm space and yeah have fun i love that one And then I'm going to suggest a couple of other points here and that's around once you've kind of looked closer to home at yourself and uncovered some of those things, I then want you to think about what are some of the people that you personally look up to? What are some of the people that you love, that you really admire, that you just think they're wonderful, wonderful humans and you get really excited about? This could be people in your actual life you know, people you actually know, or it could be people you don't know, people that you've found online, they could be entrepreneurs, they could be famous people, they could be, uh, you know, people doing wonderful, wonderful things in the world. So what are those people? I would suggest to come up with uh, maybe five, max three to five people who you really love and admire. Who are those people for you? And then what I want you to think about, so under each of their names, write down five qualities or skills or talents that you think that they have that you just love about them. What are some of those things? What do you love about them? What makes them unique and what are you? what is it about them that you really admire? So write all those down. Have your little list, spend some time on this, and then essentially, and this is a little bit of a spoiler alert if you're listening to the podcast before you actually do the exercise, but maybe just put that aside when you're doing the exercise, but essentially this is a wonderful exercise to uncover your unique gifts and talents too. Because the qualities and skills and traits that you see in someone else that you really admire about them are also your own skills and traits and qualities about yourself. So what you see in others, you also have within you. So you don't see and admire their qualities and traits if you don't possess them within yourself. How powerful is that? This is one of my favorite exercises to do uh, in coaching if you have worked with me before or if we're uncovering some of the stuff for you and helping you move through some authenticity stuff, then yeah, wonderful, wonderful thing to do. But isn't that interesting? And look, it could also be, I mean, I hear the objections (laughs) and I hear you say, 
but I'm not like that. I don't, I don't own that part of me or I'm not really good at that skill that they are good at or, but I love that they had a, have a business and they're entrepreneurial and they're making a massive impact in the world and giving back. And you could say, oh, but I don't have one of those businesses yet or, I, you know, that's not me. I don't think I will ever do that. But I would encourage you to really think about this one and if, if it's something that feels like it's really off, like it's not something within you that you currently embrace or do, I would say, I would ask you, how do you think you could embrace that trait or quality more? How can you brace, embrace that within yourself? And sit with that one. That's a big one, right? So sit with that one, ponder it, write about it, journal about it, meditate on it. But how could you embrace that more? I guarantee that it is most likely, I shouldn't say guarantee, it's 99% true that those traits will be within you, that you possess them. It just might be that you haven't fully acknowledged them yet or fully embraced them and stepped into that. And it could be that maybe you are so intrigued about business and entrepreneurship and making impact and giving back to the world in a really big way for example, using that same example, maybe that's something that you're really interested in and you admire about other people and you're excited about and thinking about, but it hasn't felt like it's possible for you just yet. But maybe you might step into that later, right? I think that's an exciting thought. So have fun with that one. Gosh, it's a goodie. Um, But do just let yourself really get in the moment and think about it and try not to allow your inner critic to sabotage you with this one. Just go with it. Just do it. The next thing that I think we need to acknowledge here is that sometimes when we're talking about passion and purpose, especially when we're talking about it in the relation to work or a job or a career, I think we need to acknowledge that there's sometimes quite a bit of fear around money or being able to make it work. That's a practical, logical concern as an adult, yes. But when we're talking about passion and purpose and for the sake of this episode and, um, you know, this stage where you're at in terms of it, if you're still uncovering this for yourself, try not to let that fear creep in. Try and be really open and expansive about this, remember? Coming back to those first points, try and use your heart instead of your head with this one. Okay, so some other things to add to this topic and just to kind of shift your mindset on it is that ask yourself these questions. What would I do for free? I think that opens up, gosh, I think that really opens up your mind. Hey, what would I do for free? Or, and or, If money wasn't a thing, if money wasn't an issue, if I didn't have to worry about it, what would I do? So if money wasn't a thing, what would I do? So big, open, expansive questions. What would you do? I think that's a wonderful one to get you to drop out of your head and really into your heart space and follow the passion, the joy, the excitement. Alrighty, and then I've got a couple more points to share with you. What I would say is 
your intuition is never going to lead you astray, like I said earlier. And so trying to drop out of your head into your heart space, listen to the whispers of your intuition, listen to the whispers of your inner knowing and follow the breadcrumbs. The things that excite you, the things that you get fired up about, that you just light up, that you could do all day, every day, that you do for free, the things that make you feel alive, that's part of your purpose and passion. You see, we don't all have the same things. Like, sometimes I, I reckon, like, I, I love doing this podcast, right? Like, I freaking love it. And I get so fired up about it. I generally just press record and then don't edit them. It's pretty much just me riffing. I make very, very minimal notes, if any. But, you know, that's that's because it's part of who I am. It's a part of my passion and purpose. It's a part of my mission. And so it comes effortless to me and it fills me up and gets me so excited. But I could say equally, I bet there's some of you listening now be like, oh my God, I would hate to do a podcast. I mean, I love listening to them, but I wouldn't want to be a podcaster. I wouldn't want to have my own podcast. You know, one day I have a dream to be on stages. Other people would be like, oh my God, I freaking hate public speaking. I would hate to be on stages. No, thank you. There are some people who get fired up and lit up and excited about food there's people that get fired up and excited about floristry, about clothing, about artistry, about writing, about finances, about business, about makeup, about fashion, about traveling, like about anything and everything, right? It could be anything. But what I'm trying to say here is that it's unique to you and your body and your intuition is never going to lie. So ask yourself questions like, what is it that excites me? What is it that gets me fired up? What are some of the things that I just love to do that I could do all day that actually fills me up, that gives me energy that I never feel drained from? What are some of those things for you? And then what I would say is follow the breadcrumbs. There's going to be, I mean, it's a wonderful thing to, uh, you know, look back and connect all the dots, but you're never going to be able to see all of the pathway and all of the the plan ahead of time, right? Even though our inner critics and our minds really want to know, and yes, I've been there too, and you just want to know how it's all going to work out and where it's going to take you. But the thing is that that would just take out the joy of life, right? And we're never going to have that. So just try and, yeah, try, try and let that thought go and come back to your intuition on this one. All you've got to do is take one step towards the thing that excites you. What's the next thing? What's the next step? What really excites me right now? What am I getting fired up about? Follow those nudges. Follow those inklings. Follow the breadcrumbs. There's a beautiful uh, Steve, Steve Jobs quote and I can't remember it completely but it's something like you can't join the dots looking forward you can only do that looking back and it's just spot on for this one you just don't you just will never know there's no rule book there's no right and wrong path you know the right decision is your decision 
And it's got to be what feels really good for you. It's got to be what feels really good for you. So follow the excitement. Follow the joy. Follow the nudges. Follow the whispers. Follow the inklings. Nothing is a coincidence. I don't believe in coincidences. Follow the things that you're naturally good at, that come naturally to you, and it'll all start to slot into place. How exciting. Like, actually, I'm getting, like, so excited right now. (laughs) So I would love, 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 love to hear what's resonated for you in this podcast. What's your next breadcrumb? How are you going to follow the excitement and the joy? Like, I hope this has given you some food for thought. I hope this has given you some practical exercises and things that you can go away and do. Maybe spend some time this weekend doing that. Have fun. Give it a go. And the biggest thing with this stuff is is getting out of your head and into your heart. And then deeply trusting in yourself. Trusting in your intuition. Trusting in the universe. It's always there supporting you. It's always there whispering, loving reminders, reassurance. And hey, I also wanted to just, I just came to me now was that, you know, the flip of this is that if you ignore your intuition, it'll keep knocking on your door until you start listening. True. It's almost like when you you'll hear the the little whisper and it'll be really tiny and faint at the start and you'll be like, oh, what was that? No, that's ridiculous. And then it will pop up again. And then it will pop up again. And then it will pop up again and again and again and again. And it will get louder if you keep ignoring it. And if I was to talk about failures and success in life, not that I really believe in that, but if there was one thing as I view as as a failure or a, a missed opportunity would be to live a life that was not true to you. Live just a half-life in fear. Was to live a life that you didn't go after your dreams and you didn't acknowledge your unique talents and gifts. You didn't spend some time uncovering this purpose and passion of yours. That you didn't follow the breadcrumbs. You didn't follow the excitement. So please, whatever you do, Start doing a little bit of this work. Start following the nudges. Start listening to the excitement. Keep going. You just have to know what the next step is. Only one step. You don't need to know 10 steps. Just one. Just one. And the biggest wisdom and guidance that that you will ever have, and my biggest piece of advice with this topic, is follow your intuition. Follow the excitement, follow the joy, follow the breadcrumbs. I hope you've loved that episode. I hope you take some wisdom from it. I hope it really sparks something in you. And I hope it yeah, is, is food for thought and opens up your mind to some of these topics and ideas. Please reach out on Instagram if you love it. Evelyn Roberta Kelly is where I'm at. I would love to talk to you about this topic some more. And I can give you more specific uh, coaching around this if that feels really good for you. Alrighty beauties, have a wonderful weekend. Enjoy this and I will see you all again later. Wasn't that epic? 
For all of the details and things we talked about in today's show, you can check them out in the show notes and that's over at evelynkelly.co.nz forward slash podcast. And if you can think of anyone who would really benefit from this episode, then please share it with them. And while you're there, I would be so grateful if you could leave me a five-star review in iTunes so that we can get this podcast out to even more humans and create a ripple effect throughout the world.